Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hello, everybody. Jim Hackett, Pete Davidson. We have the fantasy football arm of the Off Day podcast. It's week 17. Hopefully most of your bowls are behind you. Hopefully you won all of them. Week 16. Uh, Pete and I, we split. We had two, we had two teams uh, in the finals facing each other, and we went splits goes. So, uh, yeah. you know, pretty fair, pretty fair outcome for you and I on that one, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I was going to lose both going in, so I was pretty happy to get one. To be yeah, honest. I amazing. You brought up a, you had me. <laughs> you brought up you brought up a great point though, which was you know, in the teams that lost were the teams that had Lamar Jackson. Crazy, yeah, that Isn't was that nuts? weird. Yeah, it? I don't like that. I did not. Well, and and it goes a step further. Hack the other my other league. I won. I was facing Lamar, so all my Lamar matchups went the opposite way you would think. Yeah, and he put up like thirty five points. Well, and, and well, that's the funny thing, and that's with Lamar doing well. Right. So it just sort of just sort of worked out that way I, I i think i'd mentioned to you or i don't know if i mentioned it on this pod i think I, maybe just on the road pod i can't i can't keep up my podcast straight anymore hmm. um but uh i was really scared of leo's team going into that fight oh, his, and lights his, out oh his running backs were just ridiculous terrifying. yeah um but you know that's why they play the games you know connor went down in the game right that helped me, obviously. I mean, I didn't want to see anybody get hurt, but it helped me. Uh, Joe Mixon had the shits, so <laughs> yes, he did. He didn't really play. Pat's defense know, scared the shit out of him literally he, a week he later. He played like a guy who 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 wanted to be in the bathroom, right? Um, so, you know, between those two guys, um, not ki- like I didn't need his running backs to do nothing. I just needed them to not kill me, like right. they looked like they would, right? Um, and then there's this weird thing that I've had all throughout fantasy. I think it's because I have Zeke Elliott on like 80% of my teams. Those times when I do go up against Zeke, it's almost like he he's like, it's okay, Pete. I won't go nuts for <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Like he never lights me up when I'm going against him. That's it's great. great. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know if he likes me or if it's just pure, unadulterated, random chance. Probably the second. I was. I um, thought I had you in Midtown, and, uh, and but you, well, you made I, a nice catch-up with the Wentz and Goddard. Going into those yeah. I was not feeling good. Well, I was at the Pats Saturday. I was at the Pats game, Pats-Bills, and the Pats played great, and Brady looked uh, just as efficient as he's looked all year. He looked really good. They good offensive game. And uh, so I'm checking, like, my scores after that. It's like, really, it's a it's 4 o'clock, 4.30 game. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, well, I'm... I got like 42 in the bag here with Gurley and Higby and the Rams D. So I'm like, all right, that's a good start. Yeah. And then Lamar puts up like 36. I'm like, I right. got this thing. And then I didn't say that, but in my mind, in the back of my mind, right. I'm like, wow, this looks good. And then it all went if to shit. If you weren't shit. thinking it, it the, the live scoring was saying it. 
like right. live scoring was saying it. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I, yeah, let me re, let me rephrase. <laughs> I wasn't saying it at all, but the live scoring was saying it. And then yeah. uh, you came to life in the four o'clock. And then conversely, in uh, Beantown Brawl, um, that kind of ended uh, early. I, unless well, Adams and Jones I mean, were going to go backwards for me, which they didn't. I, I promised myself beginning of the week that I wasn't going to let my heart make decisions and that I was going to try to be sober about what the games were. Yeah. I wasn't going to get emotional about it and I wasn't going to get hopeful. I was going to, I, I mean, I figure, Hey, I do rankings. And when I do the rankings, I don't think about my matchups, right? Mm. You know, it, it's pretty, I remove everything. Generally speaking, I've got most of these players going for me and against me. So yeah. it's like, I don't have, you know, so I did my rankings and, um, you know, I kept looking at Beckham in, um, mm. in, uh, in Beantown. Yeah. And, I just didn't trust him. I didn't trust the injury. I didn't trust that they were going to push him to play all the snaps. Uh, and I didn't like the matchup at all. And, and, and finally, I just looked at it and I said, all right. Well, I, the, the thing that concerned me is that I had Lamar. And, I, and I'm like, if I put Hollywood in there, I, now I'm really hooking into Lamar. And if it doesn't work, I could be in trouble. Right. Um, and finally, I just said, well, all right, let's just look at this clean. Let's look at this matchup. Because my guys were playing each other, right? Yeah. I'm like, who's gonna? I go, who's gonna throw more touchdowns in this game? In, in raw projection, which quarterback's gonna throw more touchdowns? I'm like, Lamar's gonna throw more touchdowns. So I said, I'm gonna play the guy attached to the guy who's gonna score more touch, throw more touchdowns. And I played Hollywood, who did absolutely nothing. Yeah, Beckham finally freaking scored. Yeah, he got touchdown. Um, yeah. And and thankfully, your guys went nuts enough where it didn't matter. Right. Um, but that could have been something that gnawed at me throughout the off season. And then in the other matchup, I did the same thing. I you played um, the stack. Yeah, I played the stack, and I went with my actual projections, even though I was tempted by Trubisky's upside because it's like, okay, you know what? I've got a running quarterback. I could play here. Um, and while I I had I had Trubisky projected lower, I had his ceiling higher. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? If Trubisky, if I lose this thing by 10 points and Trubisky goes out there and runs for 60 yards and two touchdowns and scores 38, I'm going to want to kill myself. Yeah. And I almost did it. Um, but the thing that prevented me from doing it was that I would have had to split my tight end and my quarterback. And then I finally said, you know what? Hackett's team is so good. He's already way ahead of me. Like, only way this is going to work is if I stack Go the for it. Yeah. And, yeah. And the tight end. And I got, I, I got a little lucky. I, I knew, I knew in the first. Ertz got hurt. Yeah. Which leaned into the stack. Right. I didn't know Ertz was going to get hurt. Right. When he did it. I knew in the first quarter of that Eagles Cowboys game, it was trouble because they, and Wentz had, Wentz wasn't slowing down. I was looking for a pick. Right. And it wasn't happening, and then right. he hit Goddard, and then Ertz went down. I'm like, oh, shit. Right. Well, I knew the wrong way. when Ertz went down, I knew, it, in theory, it should be good for me in Midtown. The problem was, I'm like, well, it's good for me in one sense, but if it, if it, the problem is with Ertz out of the game, it could be a drive killer. Right. And it won't be, you know, uh, it, it'll, it'll be a, you know, a, a, a lowering tide lowers all boats. So Goddard's target percentage may go up, but his target totals might not go yeah, up. Yeah, that's right? why I was kind of holding on to that, too. Yeah, so that was my worry. And then, of course, it was complex, Hack, because when he goes down, yeah, in, in Midtown, I'm like, okay. But in Lights Out, I had Ertz. Ah, oh, shit. I had the Ertz-Wentz hookup. In that. So I had the Ertz-Goddard hookup against you. I had the Ertz-Wentz hookup against Leo. So I'm sitting there going, oh boy! Like there's just I'm sitting there like, how could I manage to get through both of these? It was not, like it was yeah. looking really, really hard. And then his running backs got thinged up, and you know Goddard started catching balls. Did you see? Did you watch the game? Which one? The Eagles game. I did. But Eagles did you Cowboys. See that yeah. one Goddard catch towards the end. Yeah, the he's a good player, man. He's <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we. It's weird because they had. Um, 
over the last six weeks, they sort of turned him into an inside, low A dot, you know, high percentage play, you know, yeah. six, seven yards at a clip yeah. on a player. Yep. Uh, and I was sort of sitting there for the last six weeks going, why aren't they using Goddard, like, down the seam yeah. the way they used to? And why isn't he, like, you know, why aren't they running him into the red zone, uh, into the end zone when they get close? I'm not talking about on the <clears> stripe, <throat> but, you know, 15-yard line, that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, and then they did it finally last week. They threw that first touchdown. You see the touchdown he caught by the back line? Yeah, of course oh, they did. Man. Yeah, beautiful. That was, that was gorgeous. Yep. Um, so he's an exciting player going forward. He is, and they don't they don't miss Trey Burton at all from that Super no. Bowl winning team against the Patriots. He, no. That was a role. I remember you and I talking in the offseason when we were doing like our, you know, the rookie evaluations and conversations from all the scouting like in the combine and pre and post combine. And he was a guy, and then they got him, and we're like, all right, well, yeah. that, that that relegates that uh, Trey Burton loss to nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, look, we still have an issue with Ertz and Goddard, and if they go and get outside speed, then they won't be using two right. inside tight ends. Right. So we'll have to see, you know, Goddard may or may not have a runway for 2020. We don't know yet. Looking on the Patriots, I think. But, but, yeah. Hey, you know, I was actually thinking back. This is not fantasy-related at all, but um, – I mean, when you recall, I, 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 I know you recall, but go back to about, I want to say it was like August 15th. Okay. But there were rumors that the Patriots were talking to the Vikings about Rudolph. About Rudolph. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy, holy crap. Should have done that. That would have Yeah. Been, well, I don't know if they could. I'm not, I don't know that they turned it down, but wow, that would have been. He's, he's, look, people forgot it, about him. I mean, that would, that would change the Patriots' entire situation. No question. Situation. Because he can, because he, he, he fills two holes. He can oh, catch it a, and he can he's, block, he's, man. He's a blocking he's, monster. He's a, um, he's, he's B Gronk. Yeah. He's Gronk without the outside capabilities. You can't put Rudolph at the X. Yeah, but good uh, hands, but, man. But, yeah, but apart from, I mean, he's got, I, this is going to sound a little outrageous, but he's got more catch-making ability than Gronk does. I've seen him make better catches. Like, that's how good he is. Yeah, but Gronk can take it from the shoelace to, like, to so the, sky, the sky. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm telling you. I, I've seen Kyle Rudolph do things in the red zone that are like, wow. I've seen him make one-handed catches with both hands. Uh, I've seen him reach over people and scoop balls out of their chest and yank it out of them for touchdowns. I mean, he does insane things with the football. I mean, I, Well, then he's criminally un- underused in that is, well, offense. That's the, that's, that's the point I'm going for here, yeah. which is, you know, Thielen goes down and we see Rudolph mm-hmm. all of a sudden mm-hmm. just emerge, which, it's, which leads you to two points. One of them is, wow, wouldn't he have been amazing on the Patriots? The other is, what's wrong with the Vikings? I know. Why, so basically you've got this phenomenal tight end and you only use his full skill set when one of your receivers is hurt. Yep. I mean, that's just like that goes right to the heart of why it's not good to be an unimaginative offense. Yeah. Like the Patriots would never let good skill set sit unused on the sideline like that. No. The mix They'd be and like, match. No, no, no. This guy's got a broad skill set. We yeah. need to hit him here. We need yeah. to hit him here. We need to hit him here. Yeah. You make him think, you know? Like the Patriots will show you everything just to show it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so to make I, you have to yeah. deal with it in practice. The Vikings are, you know, let's just put it this way. If, if, Belichick was coaching the Vikings this year. They're fifteen and one. Yeah, I think that's, so. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Maybe okay. undefeated. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing. I mean, Zimmer is a Zimmer's a good example of a good coach, but he, he's not the kind of guy who maximizes his roster. And that's what you need. You need he's versatility. The kind of guy who wants to play his way. So, like with a guy like Zimmer, you can do really well, but you really need a GM who doesn't waste. 
value and picks on players that the coach isn't going to use right. Yeah, and I think that there's, there's, you know, with the with the not to bash our millennial friends here, but you know that are listening. But like with the crop of like the the age group and the, of the crop of people that are coming out, you have to coach in a, in a different way. You can't be so myopic and narrow to have your system. You need to play to your talent. And ver- versatility, I think, in the NFL for a lot of reasons is critically yeah, important, more important we, than ever. We all know? like the coaches who can coach to the talent. I, 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 and I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with what you just said. But um, I also think that there's plenty of space for guys who have a system and have to do it that way. But those guys don't work well when they're not on the same page with the organization. Yeah. You know, when you've got an organization going, this guy's a good player, let's just take him, without thinking that we have a coach with a specific style now and we're a specific use scheme. Yeah. So now you're just, you know, we've seen teams do this. We've seen the Patriots do it occasionally, right? Take a, they, They'll draft a receiver who, yeah, it doesn't make you know it. what, this yeah. guy just can't play in our yeah. offense. Tony Simmons, Chad Jackson. Yeah, it yeah. happens. It, yep. it happens even to the smart teams, is yep. my point. Um, and the Patriots are a team that will say, hey, this guy's got some things that we don't do right now. But if we had this guy, maybe we would do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, the Patriots are like that. The Patriots will... Re- They'll morph. Yeah, they will retool and morph everything yep. during the season yeah. based on how talent on hand... See Rex Burkhead, changes. see Corderell right. Patterson last year. Yeah, absolutely. Right. See Devlin, see whatever. Yeah. See Bolden, um, you know? Right, yeah. right. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't have a problem with Zimmer coaching my team. But if the, if he was not on the same page with the GM, yeah. that would be bad. You have a problem. Yeah, I agree with um, you. Yep. It's, uh, and, the, you know, the Giants are another sort of example where they keep drafting these guys, you know, where, you know, if if Sean Payton got his hands on Saquon Barkley. Oh, man, look out. I mean, I can't look even, out. like, it's like you would see things that you've never seen from the player. Yep. Um, and I, I think similarly, it might not be quite as um, – exciting with the Patriots, but I think it would be similar. Um, they would, I mean, like Belichick and Brady and McDaniels would get into a room and go, okay, what does this guy do really well? <laughs> Where can we give him the ball? What does he do that stresses defense? Yeah. Okay, boom. All right. We're going to make sure we've got him doing this, 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 and this every week. Um, we want to do this early in the game as much as possible. Blah, 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 blah. And they would max out every single scrap of talent the guy has. The Giants are like, well, we do this well, and he does that well. We're going to do a lot of that. Right. And that's it. The thing <laughs> you know? is, like, you hear a lot about, are they going to fire Shermer? But, you know, it, it should be a package deal. Like Everyone around here talks about what's going to happen with Brady. Well, will McDaniels and Brady be a package deal? Well, if you're going to fire Sherman, fire the package, too. Get rid of Gettleman, too, will you? I mean, do both. Yeah, I don't <clears> – that's the problem. I don't – like, Gettleman, I think, is too entrenched – into the giant culture mm. like he's been with the giants more than once um i you know gettleman is not the worst uh, but but speaks to that communication flawed, problem though you know flawed. what i mean and, yeah. and we saw i mean the thing last year like daniel jones people are now well, well maybe daniel jones is good and if you recall by the way if you go read my rookie report on you jones, liked him yeah i thought yeah. it was all right uh but the mistake they make is just taking him blindly at the five when most people thought he'd get to the 15 yeah and not and not you know n- not maximizing your draft position your, your right. picks so, your equity yeah and you can sit there and say well they got their guy and that's okay but the thing is it's sort of like we didn't. We don't talk a lot about this because it's stuff that predates me working at EEI and, mm-hmm. and, and you doing radio stuff. But you know, if you go back to the Jets, um, go back to the Tannenbaum era, you know, nobody said trading up for Doyle Revis was a dumb idea. Right. 
uh, and nobody said trading up for Dar- David Harris was a dumb idea. They did that in the same year. Mm. Okay. But they also traded up for guys the year before that. And like the next year, they traded up for Mark Sanchez. So, you know, you can defend each individual thing, but when we see a pattern of premiums being paid, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to be able to pay all your bills. Right. You're, right? And you're, you're eroding your draft equity. Right. So you'll see the Patriots trade up. There's nothing wrong with trading up as a tactic in a situation, particularly when you have saved the assets because your general inclination is to move back. Right. But when you're a team that just trades up and trades up and trades up and trades up. It's going to bite you. Yeah, you're going to be shorthanded all around. And when you get injuries, you're going to be dead. Um, so, you know, that, that's the problem with what the Giants have done is they didn't maximize Barkley. They took the running back early because mm. that's their guy. And then the next year they do it with Jones because that's their guy. But in the end, probably they could have they could have flipped spots with the Jets, picked up a third-round pick, and gotten the same player. Yeah, and then filled they, some more holes. They could have slid back two or three spots. No way any of those teams are taking Jones. They probably could have picked up a second-round pick. Yeah. Like, how many times do you leave that on the table and not have it hurt you? That's something like, you can... that's the thing. Like, to yeah. me, that's Gettleman's problem is he doesn't even think about it. Like, he never even considered moving. Yeah, he cashes chips he doesn't have. You know what right. I mean? Right, so, like if, like, if I'm the Giants at five, maybe I love the player. And, look, sometimes it's okay to love a player, but you got to at least make the phone calls. Yep. Right? Because you don't make the phone calls. You never found out that if you had called Team X, they were going to offer you a, a number one. That's my that's my biggest criticism of general managers. Like, right. are you making 32 phone calls or are you making right. one? And, what's the, and, and again, what's the worst thing? If you're the Giants and you move from the 5 to the 11 and you pick up a number one pick or something really good for it, because you get a lot of value for a six-move yep. yeah. slide, right? Hell what's yeah. the worst thing that can happen? You <clears> lose <throat> your guy. What happens if they lose their guy? They take Haskins. Right. But they're so in love with Jones that they can't even think about it. Mm. They're totally even closed off to it. Yeah, that's so not good. It isn't good. So, I mean, like, and there's some darn for us fantasy players in there, too. It's like you don't have to put a guy on the market. You don't have to intend to trade him. But if someone calls you up and says, hey, um, what would it take to get player X? Listen to the call. Tell them what it would take. Yeah. Take two number ones. I'm not doing that. Well, you're not getting them. I think that <laughs> but, was that but, was at the root. You know. that was at the root of people's uh, angst about the Garoppolo trade. It's like mm-hmm. that seems like you called Kyle Shanahan, you made a deal, and you moved on. You know, so yeah. didn't get full value. And, and I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, the other side of the coin is how often have we ever seen anybody moved in season for like multiple high end? Yeah, it doesn't happen much. Right. At like, all. Part of the Garoppolo thing was that what week did he get moved? was Halloween, so yeah. call it week so, nine, yeah. eight, I mean, nine. I, I don't, I don't th- I'm not saying you were wrong, that you are wrong. I'm just saying I don't know exactly what they were going to get at that point. Yeah. And I don't know that San Francisco was sold that he was the answer. Well, we talked about it a hundred times. Like, we both yeah. like him, but the durability is an issue, and then it didn't yeah. take, what, four games, you know, or three games or whatever it was. Yeah. And, uh, and that was sort went. of a freaky one. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, uh, and then, you know, this preseason, people are like, Garoppolo can't play, and it's like, dude. It's bullshit. Guy, this guy's yeah. coming off an ACL. Right. You know, you know, give him 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, a, couple, a couple, you know, one quarter of actual football. I mean, yeah. People were saying he couldn't play in August. Not to jump the whole slate, but that's and he the, was never a practice player, by no, the way. No, he was, you know, he didn't practice well in New England. Right. Um, and then he, then he lights up Miami. Everyone's like, whoa, this guy can play. Um, feel like Jimmy four, G can play. Yeah, he can. He gets rid of that ball quickly. Yeah. He sees he the field play. well. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, he can make all the throws. He's got a yeah. nice long ball. Um, yeah. 
But not to get ahead, but speaking of Garoppolo, the last game on the slate's the most interesting one, which is the Niners yeah. at Seattle. That's a yeah, great so game. Yeah, let's, so let's, uh, let's, let's start uh, working through these. Uh, let's, let's go, like, so I think the thing we can do with this podcast, and I'm going to put up rankings that'll be up. They'll start going up tonight. They'll go up throughout the day tomorrow. Cool. Obviously, all the games are Sunday games. So Yeah, you get time. Christmas is this week, folks. Yep. I took a couple days off. Yeah, so did I. Cut me some slack. <laughs> I haven't written an article for WEI.com since Molly died. You know, I, my dog died, and then it's Christmas. Yeah. I'm like, I, I got nothing for you. I, I really <laughs> needed. I needed the two days. I took them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's start off with the Jets and Bills, which is like the coldest game on the slate. Like, mm. If you were playing DFS, I can't see why you could, why you would go anywhere near. This yeah, game. in Buffalo, unless you want Buffalo's yeah. defense or something. You know, maybe. I mean, th- both team totals add up to like. 35 or something yeah. this is really bad um the bills won't play their starters uh, they are the fifth seed they no need to yeah they can't so, move right yeah so they'll probably play some of their defense probably not a whole lot of their offense and it'll be vanilla the jets stink uh they're not going to score a lot on the bills um they've been dead for a while so mm-hmm. this game is what it is i'd stay the heck away from yeah it. I think um, you're right. if you have jet players that you need to play like uh robbie anderson it's a bad matchup, but he, he's playable. If you want to play Darnold, that's okay. If you want to play Le'Veon Bell, that's okay. Although they could yank him early. Yeah. Uh, if you want to play Crowder, I think that's reasonable. But none of these guys are good plays. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, next up. More good news. Browns, Bengals. Yeah, Browns, Bengals. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Browns are out. They've um, they've been out for a bit. Yeah. So, you know, their priorities, hard to tell. I, I, I think Chubb. We'll get a run at it. I think he's leading the league in rushing, and mm. McCaffrey is chasing him. So they'll probably make sure Chubb gets some yardage. So if you want to play Chubb, that's okay. Mm. Uh, on the Bengals side, uh, you know, obviously they've been dead since, since day one, eighteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Earlier than that. Yeah. So there's so so for the Bengals, nothing's <laughs> going to change. The thing you need to know: the the Bengals are actually good news because they've locked in the one seed. So they're not going to intentionally lose. Yeah, they, they, they They'll went for go out and play. They went for it last week against Miami. Yeah. It was a perfect outcome if you're a Bengals fan. Yeah. They showed heart. They scored a lot of points. They made it exciting, and they lost. Yeah, I told you Dalt was a good play, by the way. Yeah, you did. Okay, you did. Uh, now um, I think the, you can mess around with Mixon and Ross in this game. Mm-hmm. That that would be okay. Um, I think Ross because of his breakaway speed. Uh, the Browns cover well. They don't tackle well. Right. So I think Ross is in play. I think Tyler Boyd less so, but he's fine too. If you want to play Boyd, one thing on the PPR. other side, Pete, if I may, on the Browns, you know, it's just just a, this is nothing but a gut feeling, but it, I I have a feeling it's going to be like a like a, a a heartwarming end for Baker Mayfield and what was a underwhelming season. Like he has a big game just because it's week seventeen. And there's no yeah. no no I need disagree. for it. I would really. Touch May- I wouldn't touch Mayfield with a ten foot pole. Um, I Not saying I'd ride I, it, but I can see I don't it on ESPN. Yeah, at all. Now well, Kitchens um, is hard to I mean, but to buy into. He stinks. Yeah, I, I just don't trust him at all. And I, I, the the Chubb thing I think is real because he, he's not Beckham or he's hurt or Land, Landry and Beckham are both banged up. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, Chubb's the one thing in this game I trust. You know, I I, I would be okay playing him in yeah. a, a week seventeen bowl game. The rest of them I would. I ideally avoid. Yeah. Um, on the on the Bengal side, I think Mixon and Ross. I actually sort of like mm. Mixon. I like a lot, actually. Mm. Sorry. Um, and then look, I mean, if Tyler Boyd's your guy, go ahead and play him. That's that's okay. Yeah, he'll get um, he's good in PPR. I'll help you there. Yeah. Um, uh, next game um, is interesting in how lopsided it is. Mm. Uh, Packers Lions. Yeah, Packers at Lions, and um, 
<laughs> my notes it just says lions dead and blouted. <laughs> <laughs> so the, well, yeah, David just... Blau. It took us like since yeah. Thanksgiving to get his name right, but we finally did. Yeah, right? No, yeah, um, we'll never need it again. No. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. um, so one, the one note I made here is, I mean, you don't want to play any of the lions, but uh, if you're doing DFS, uh, this is a game like you could stack up some Packers um, mm-hmm. because and now I don't know what the deal with Jamal Williams is going to be. Um, in fact, you know what? Let me just search him right now, just in case any anything new popped up. But he's banged up now. If he were to, uh, yeah, he was still sidelined yesterday. No word on what's going on today. He's got a shoulder. If they hold out Jamal Williams, then you basically have like everything on the Packers is going to Devontae and to Jones. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, load up on Aaron Rodgers, Jones, Adams stack. If Jamal Williams is out would make a little sense absolutely uh and then my note here is if stacking packers uh kenny g as a gpp correlation would make sense uh the reason i the reason you go with kenny g over a guy like um say uh amandola yeah is just because you're looking for the guy who's actually going to push the other team yep yeah, amandola might put up some counting stats but he's not going to do anything that's going to make green bay keep going makes sense whereas if galladay makes big plays they lead to touchdowns uh and then you might Galladay going off will keep Green Bay playing off. Yeah, keep Aaron Jones and Devontae so Adams out there. Yeah, right. That's where the correlation comes into play. So yep. you know, if you're going to go uh, work that game, I think bringing back uh, Galladay would make some sense. Playing Galladay in any other scenario to me does not make sense. Yeah, dangerous. Uh, personally, um, so um, Green Bay is really the first game we've hit. Uh, excuse me, first team we've hit so far that's playing for something. It's usable, yeah. Yeah, they're hugely motivated. Um, they're, they've got a shot at both the one and the two. Uh, so Green Bay wants it. They, they want it. So, uh, you know, uh, if you've got Devontae, if you've got Aaron Jones, if you've got Aaron Rodgers, you're good. Yep. Throw them in there. Yep. Um, next game up is, um, what do you got, Chargers? Chargers and the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, uh, so obviously the Chargers, been, uh, they've been dead for quite a while. Uh, this is a running matchup. If I was going to play a Charger, it'd probably be Melvin. But you know, I I, I don't know how they're thinking about this. Whether yeah. they want to give Melvin carries to help him when he's a free agent, you know, whether they want to play Melvin because they don't think he's going to be a Charger next year, and then maybe save Eckler because they think he is. Mm. I, I I don't know how that thought process could be the be. Justin Jackson show if he's right. healthy. But they I don't might, know if he is. They, he is, and they could that that could. I think they're either going to play Melvin to help him. Yeah. Or rest him because he doesn't want to get hurt. I, yeah. you know, it probably has something to do with what Melvin wants, maybe mm. something like that. Mm. I don't know, but I, I can't get a feel for it. So I'm, you can play your Chargers. I'm not leaning in to play them in DFS. Yeah. Okay. Um, now on the other side of this game, we have a team that's playing for something. Yeah, they are. Uh, Kansas City uh, can still get a buy. They need the Patriots to lose, so they need help. Um, but, but the they good need to news, win. yeah. But the good news is uh, they play at the same time, so. You know the Patriots when 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 they're playing the first half, the Patriots are still going to conceivably be a loser, so they're going to push. Yep. And, and I don't know if Kansas City will just back off that game, like in the third quarter, just pull everyone. I don't think they will. I don't think uh, so either. Because they have some they they can get the two. They can also slide to the four if I understand things correctly. It's a little complex. Mm. So I think they have some minor motivation to just sort of stay three, even if New England uh, wins. Hmm. So I, I feel good about playing Kansas City guys. Um, Who would you go on the running back? I'm like I'm thinking I'm wondering they they, well, they didn't play if, McCoy last week. Right. If you're going to use a running back, uh, where's Dunn? Yeah. So I mean definitely Damian if you're going to use a running. Yeah. Back. 
Um, I wonder if they might give him a coy or something, or they just give him a nice well, they long they rest. Might, you, know? They, if, you know, again, if their inclinations are that they don't care about sliding to the four and the Patriots are up 40 to nothing at the half, we could see a lot of Darwin Thompson in the second Yeah, half. he could. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I Here's what I do know. Uh, I'm fine playing Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fine playing Damian Williams. I'm fine playing Mahomes. Fine playing Kelsey. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, I think using those guys in DFS uh, could work. The pricing is not. Uh, I, don't, I don't have all the pricing at my fingertips right now, but I know that the KC pricing was on the high side in terms of, like, yeah. you're not getting price value, but at least you can lock in some good plays. Sure. Um, uh, Minnesota Bears. Uh, Bears obviously been a dead stick for a while. Yep. Uh, Minnesota is locked into the six. They can't play their way out of it or above it. And you get no um, Dalvin. Right. So I I wouldn't play a Minnesota player if you paid me. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, there's no, no incentive. Yeah. So maybe we find out that, like, all the running backs are going to be out and that, like, Amir Abdul is going to start and play all the snaps. Maybe he becomes a DraftKings right. play or a cheap pickup if, like, all your running backs are dead for some reason. Uh, but that's like a thing we'll have to further evaluate. I think we'll know more about that tomorrow. Yeah, and, probably, and by, our, by, by our Sunday show, we'll probably have more clarity yeah. on that one. But, but yeah. this game's cold. You don't want anything to do with right. it, in, in my opinion. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, then we get Miami Patriots. Uh, on the Miami side, we're all in the habit of playing these Miami players. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good week to break said yeah. habit. Like Parker. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, look, Parker's playable, but I don't expect him to have a great game. Um you know, Patriots have everything to play for. Yeah. Miami has nothing to play for. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would like to do well against Patriots. I'm sure they'd love to beat them, but they're not going to. They're not going to, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't play Patrick Laird or any of their running backs. Um, I wouldn't play any of their receivers except Parker, yeah. personally. Um, you know, Gasecki, you could mess around with Gasecki if you don't have a tight end. He maybe, uh, but not a good matchup for him either. Um, and then on the Pats side, I mean, I um, mean, if a game has ever screamed Sony, yeah, Sony and Burkhead, man. <laughs> well, I don't. I was wondering about that. I think Burkhead. I w- I could see them putting Burkhead away in this game, um, just because they should be able to win it without him. Mm. Uh, Burkhead and Edelman. Edelman's the guy I'm worried about. I think yeah, he, I think and, he's going to play for a half top. Yeah, Edelman has to play. Yeah, uh, I think Burkhead and Edelman both will play, but I think they both get yanked. Mm. Uh, Michelle. I look at this game and I'm like, but Sonny Michelle scored like five touchdowns. He, he might. Like, I mean, he could score. I, I'd be surprised if he didn't get one. And I think he's got at least a 50 50 shot at two. Yeah, you might even get a Brandon. Maybe it's me, but you might, I think you might so. get a Brandon Bolden sighting, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could do that. Um, so I think Sony in this game is good. I think, you know, Harry maybe in this game yeah. could be interesting just because of what you said about Edelman. Um, I think they've got all the reason in the world not to push Sanu who's had high ankle sprain recently, clearly Mm. does not look great. Uh, So if the Patriots are up in this game, uh, why not? Ride with Harry and Jacoby Myers. Well, right. I mean, and and you want to work Harry in as much as you can anyway. They need him, man. They need him. He's the the most versatile weapon they have. Well, I don't know about that. What I mean by that is he he, – let me me rephrase. He's the the guy who can do things that no one else can do in that offense. You know what I mean? He's yeah, the guy get outside and get it. He's the one catch point guy they have. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's younger and stronger yep. than the other Help, guys. Yeah. So uh, he definitely brings an element. I, I, I mean, if I were the Patriots, I would be like, hey, this is a week to just throw balls at this guy and just, like, see if we can get him more comfortable yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, Myers, too. 
Yeah, I mean, we've seen... Well, Myers seems like he's into everything and he's comfortable. Yep. Um, Harry seems like he's missed a lot of time. And, you know, he had that player where he stepped out on the sideline. and um, So I... I, I I could see them being like, yeah, this is a good. This is the feed Harry game, yeah. Yeah, just because what else are we going to do? And and if we're pulling players, that's going to leave them in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, you get, you get Edelman out, and maybe you get Brady out. Maybe it's uh, the Jared Stidham show. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe Stidham is feeding Harry. Who knows? But uh, definitely seems like a week you just sort of get him into things. Um, I agree. No matter how much you're doing with him at practice, it's not the same as doing it with the lights on no, and yeah. screaming. No doubt. And in an NFL defense on the other side, even though Miami isn't really an NFL defense. Um, but, yeah, Patriots are highly motivated. I'm fine playing them in this game. If your Patriots are being pulled, it's because the Patriots have put up a score that allows them yeah, and they're comfortable. to pull them, so you probably did fine. Yep. Uh, on a week like this, you know, uh, you're doing well if you have a couple of Patriots, to be honest, because some of these games are bad. Pat's defense is uh, one I would no, oh, have yeah, no hesitation yeah, yeah. firing yeah, up. Yeah, easily the best defense yeah. in the slate. Um, so um, dropping down to Atlanta, Tampa. Mm. Uh, this one's, you know, Vegas is okay with this game. Both teams up near the 25 area. Um, interest on the Atlanta side in that they don't have enough players, so Julio's getting a lot of targets. Julio's, Assuming yeah. he plays... He's a great play. Target monster. Yeah, on the Tampa side. Uh, now, both of these teams are out of it, but they've both been out of it. Yep. So I think we can sort of assume that what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is what we will see. And Tampa's slinging it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so this is a game where I feel okay. Uh, like if you have Perryman or Watson or O.J. Howard, you want to play those guys, go for it. Uh, on the Atlanta side, if you have Julio, go ahead. If you have Hooper, go ahead. Uh, if you want to play the quarterbacks, that's fine. Um so, yeah, this game's pretty easy. It yep. is what it says it is. Um, Saints-Carolina's a little bit more complex. Mm. Um, I mean, the Saints are, are playing for the bye, so so they really need it. But there's some weird stuff with the Saints. Like, they can like they can lose and still get the bye. Yeah, what, ha- what has to happen with the Niners in Seattle? Like, it, that's the, yeah. you know, something that has to happen. Well, it's the Niners, Seattle, and Green Bay, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and San Francisco, so there, there's like there's there's scenarios in here. So the bottom line is this: Saints play one, so they're going to start this game wanting to do. They're well. going to go get it. Yeah, uh, they have some guys going for some records on that team. The other team is going to be coming at them hard. Mm. Carolina's playing for McCaffrey. He's got a he's got a chance at the receiving yards record um, and total yards. So. Carolina, they don't have anything to play for, but they want to get McCaffrey. Yeah, he's earned it. And and you know, Carolina, they, they're changing ownership. They don't know where they're going, but they want to have a. T- they want to have the ability to market. Yep. McCaffrey breaks records; they can market. Yeah. So you know, you know, sometimes it's not about football. This looks like maybe it's one of those, you know, situations. Mm. Um, so obviously, I you know, you're playing McCaffrey. Don't do anything silly like resting McCaffrey. You get no DJ Moore on uh, that right, one. D, right, that's important. Yeah. DJ Moore's out, so that should allow them to funnel even more targets to McCaffrey and the Samuel, who's off the injury report. Right. So last week was a sit Samuel week. This week is a play Samuel week. Now, will Greer be able to help Samuel? We don't know. Who knows? But, yeah. You know, he's a reasonable flex third receiver kind of thing. Uh, on the Saints side, Thomas. Yeah, you play Thomas. He's he's got some chances at some records. Uh, Kamara is healthy. I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I I'd be blown away if they didn't try to make sure Kamara had a good game. Yep. Now they might not let him go crazy with the volume because they've got designs on playing. Yeah. 
a lot of games. Unleash the weapon in the playoffs, yep. Last week was the first time he played like himself. Yep. I doubt that they're going to just kill that momentum. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they're going to make sure he has a good first half. So I think, you know, if you've got Kamara, go ahead. You should be good with that. Um, so Michael Thomas, Kamara, Breeze, you're good. Cook, Jared you're, Cook. You're, you're good. Yeah. Uh, on the Carolina side, play McCaffrey. You can play Samuel. You yeah. can play the tight end. You can do all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and now we're moving to – How about just quickly on that? Did, did yeah. you see who got a visit today with the Saints? Yeah. I. You <laughs> want to talk about that? Not really, but just I, a, know, AB. Yeah, you all look. I'm going to say about that is whoever signs him – I hope you lose. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, like, this is one of those things, like, this is like when you have a league full of fantasy sharks and then, like, somebody's kid is in the league. Right. And it's sort of like nobody trade with the kid. Right, right. You just let him play. Yeah. Like, whoever picks up Antonio Brown, you're the person who rips off the kid. Right. Okay? That's, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, That's I agree. That's all I'm saying. That's all I got on that. <laughs> it's Lickstein. Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to do that. <laughs> Moving down to uh, Washington, Dallas. This So now... We're 4 p.m. Yeah, we're in the 4 o'clock yeah. games. Um, so Washington's dead. Yep. But they love to beat Dallas, and Dallas, and they can kick, right. they can kick Dallas right out of the playoffs. So here's the things. I, I think what you can count on from the Washington side. Um, McCorn's not going to play. Yep. So Kelvin Harm's going to get a lot of targets. Sims is going to get a lot of targets. Yeah, he got a lot last week. Yeah. Adrian Peterson's going to carry the ball a lot. Yep. So all of those guys, go for it. Usable. Use them. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, on the Dallas side, I mean – I don't know if I've seen a Cowboys game that screams Zeke. Oh, man, they need more than this game. Yep. Dallas needs a game to get in the playoffs. Their receivers are banged up. The, the quarterback's got a shoulder problem. So they want to throw. They want to show they can throw, but they don't want to throw, mm. right? So, I mean, I, I, I'll be blown away if Dallas doesn't come in here and pound the rock. Yep. I think Zeke's going to touch the ball 26, 27 times. You would think. And, you know. He's and he is priced around. I want to say, you know, let, let me get this. You right. might even think, get Paul. Pollard might even be worth worth a look in that game. Uh, you know, yeah. a deep look if yeah. you're hurting. I, well, I mean, maybe in a seasonal, it's a deep flex, yeah. in a deep league. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd do it on DraftKings. But um, if you got stuck, given the fact that there's so many games that are just there's there's more poopy. good stuff out there. Or yeah. Something. Um, okay, let me just get this right. Uh, yeah, Zeke's eight K. So, I mean, I'm definitely tempted to drop down from 10K McCaffrey to 8K Zeke. Yeah. Maybe just if, if I can find a way to get both of them in there. But I think Zeke at 8K and then Aaron Jones at 82 if Williams is out. Yeah, that's sweet. If Williams is out, I'm all over Aaron Jones at 8K. Um, all right, but off DraftKings for uh, a second. So, yeah, this game, uh, Zeke for sure. I think Gallup, uh, I'm okay with Gallup. Yep. Uh, there's, I don't, something's wrong with Dallas. I mean, we've always known this, but like, they're allowing people to like float this stuff about Cooper that like, oh no, he's not hurt. Yeah, we just pulled him. It's like anybody in, anybody who knows anything about anything they don't, watching the Cowboys knows Cooper's not 100. percent Right, and there's that, no way Cooper's 100. percent They're full of mixed messages all yeah, the time. I don't know, like, like yeah. why, like it was, why are you playing games with Cooper's head? I don't know. Like, what was? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I totally do. And and, and, and he does the same thing with Garrett. He does the same thing. Even if it's true, don't yeah. say it. Yeah, and he, he he does the same thing with Garrett too. Like he's he he rightfully crucifies him when he should, and then he backtracks a day later. Jones, you know what I mean? And he does it well, with his players. organization, too. I, yeah. It's just weird. I, I, you know. They're a train wreck. Yeah. I, so they I have you been know, for look, a long time. I, I, I can't trust Cooper in this game. I don't really trust any of the receivers except for Gallup. Uh, and Gallup's probably a good play. Uh, yeah. But, but I love Zeke in this game. 
Um, and then uh, next game, I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole on either side of the ball. Yeah, in Indian Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't I don't know what either one of these teams is going to do. I, I, they they could do anything. They could pull anybody. Yeah, and Jordan Wilkins had a big game there, last there, week out of nothing, out of nowhere. There's nobody in this game that's priced in such a way that you just want to play him. Yeah. For me, I'm out now. Yeah. If you're in a seasonal and you've got Fournette, obviously you're going to play Fournette. Yeah. Um, if you're in a seasonal and you've got Marlon Mack, you're going to play Marlon Mack. Uh, but it's a little riskier than normal. But mm. you should do it because there's there's with the exception of the Col- like I don't see the Jaguars changing anything. I don't think. But yeah, you, you never get, know. And you get some, uh, and I think Shark's still a little bit injured there, right? Yeah, well, Shark, a... yeah, Shark, we don't know about whether he's 100%. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and again, if Jacksonville's got him out there playing less than 100%, what's wrong with Stupid, him? yeah. Um, but, you know, what's wrong with Jacksonville? This is a question for, <laughs> for the eternity. the ages, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Tom so, Coughlin yeah. says, ain't my problem anymore. So I'm, I'm done. I'm off that game. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, Eagles at Giants. This is an interesting one. Yeah, uh, Eagles obviously could not be any more motivated. Yep. Uh, their running back situation got more complex because it looks like Jordan Howard will be coming active. back. Yeah. Uh, doesn't sound like he's going to get a heavy workload. So I, I, I think I'd be okay playing Sanders. Mm. I think I think Boston Scott's a little more risky I than would he agree. was before. Yeah. Um, my gut tells me they're both the same and that Howard's going to just get a couple touches. Well, and the Eagles, too, are playing a little better lately, and Sanders has been out there for all of it. Yeah, so they're, they're don't playing... you roll like that? Well, I, I would. mean, yes and no. I mean, yeah. Howard played well all year until he left. So, like, the, the before and after shot when they lost Howard was significant. They weren't right, right for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, additionally, if they're making the playoffs, they're going to need him. So... I I don't know what it's going to be. Mm. They might now. Part of it is they're probably going to want to see him take a couple pops, make sure he's okay. Yeah. You can't simulate that in practice, um, so they might just want to get him a little bit of game stuff just to sort of break the seal. Mm. Um, and then maybe if he's running well, they'll ride the hot hand kind of thing. Yeah, I that's and and the thing is that's so Peterson. You know what I mean? Because that's what he does. You never know what keeps the you more off running backs they have active, the yeah. less I want to play any of them. Yeah, because Keep, of the way they use them. Yeah, he's got a little Andy Reid in them like that. Yeah, so. You know, Sanders, I think I'd be okay playing. The other two, ideally you don't play them. The guys uh, to me to play in that Talking one are... seasonal now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then on the other – of the, uh, but the Eagles do have some good stuff. Greg yep. Ward, absolutely play Greg yeah. Ward. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard, absolutely play Dallas Goddard. Yep. If um, Zach Ertz is like 100%, if they're like he's starting, he's playing. You roll, roll with him. Roll Zach Ertz out there. Okay. Uh, on the Giants side, you do whatever the hell you want. Um, play everybody. Hmm. Um we don't know uh, about Slayton. He's probably going to be okay. Mm. Um, when all three of those receivers are active, we have seen. I, I got burned hard on it last he week. He was a nothing game. burger last week, yeah. Right, in a game that went off. Now he got. Now we know now that he dinged his knee in the game. Right. So now we sort of know what happened. Um, but if Tate, Slayton, and Shepard are all playing, Shepard's the most trustworthy. They all have plenty of upside. Yep. Okay. Um, and obviously, Barkley, you need to lock into your Absolutely. Because he went crazy last week. Uh, and if they played him last week, there's no reason they wouldn't play him this week. And I think the Giants would take some pleasure. Um, oh, it's a division game. Our rival. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and knocking Philadelphia out. Much uh, like even, the Redskins and Cowboys. Yeah, well, I think they'd like to knock Philadelphia out and then have Dallas lose and Philadelphia gets in but yeah. gets in on a loss. Yeah, yeah. That would make the Giants feel good. So yeah, they'll, no question. They'll, they'll play hard. This game should just be a good football game for four quarters. Um I just play whoever you got in this game. Everybody's normal except for Ertz. You have to keep an eye on him. Yep. 
Uh, next game up is Oakland. Uh, obviously, Philadelphia's winning in. We know that. They're, they win, they yep. make playoffs, they lose. They're 50. Well, if they lose, they're probably out because Dallas has got Washington. So yep. uh, Philly needs a win. Uh, Oakland also needs a win to have a chance. They probably don't get in even if they do win. It looks like no Jacobs, too, there, obviously, right? With well, yeah, now they, I don't know about that. Throwing a little a little the, shade on that. surgery, but they're also yeah. saying he might play. <clears throat> I, you know, uh, who knows? But whatever, it's a playoff thing. Um, okay. Yeah, the, the operation was to clear up an infection. Mm. Uh, superficial skin infection. Uh, but... This came out um, before we started recording. Uh, they're now saying not expected to play. Yeah. So I, I, he's still up in the air. Yeah. He's still up in the air. Probably not going to play. Risky if he does play. Yes. Um, obviously, Washington is the back to use if he's out. Um, and, you know, any of the player pieces on the Oakland side are risky. Yeah. Um, Maybe you know, Renfro. Hunter Renfro went yeah. off last week, so he's going to have Harris Jr. on him. I wouldn't play Renfro. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, if you're in a PPR league, you play him. Yeah, he'll, he'll eat a little if bit. If you're thinking you're getting another big game, I would think again. Yeah. Um, I got lucky. I, I had Renfro in all my lineups last uh, week. You had, when you were playing me, I didn't need him, uh, uh, but uh, he well, was on I my bench. Mean, I meant DFS. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. Just lineup construction brought me down. I needed a $3,600 receiver. Yeah. He was the one. Yeah, you hit it. Uh, yeah, I got a little lucky. Yeah. Um, on the other side, Denver um, has been playing okay. Mm. Um, they're in the same exact situation they've been in for the last month or so. They're going to keep using Sutton. As long as Fant's healthy, they're going to keep using Fant. Yeah. Uh, they want to get Lindsey 1,000 yards so you can play Lindsey. Mm. He's, he's going to get touches. Um, so th- this game, I think, is pretty free and easy. You can sort of play it like it's a Week 8 game. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of Jacobs being dinged up. Uh, Arizona and, and Rams, I don't even think this game has a line yet because we don't know about Kyler. I don't think Kyler's going to play. Yeah, he was the headline on the a couple of the out. injury things I saw. The Rams have pretty well documented that they pull guys when they have nothing to play right. for. So I wouldn't touch anything in this game. Yeah. I mean nothing. Yeah. The, the, there are two exceptions. Higby. I'm okay with Higby. Mm. And you could you could mess around with the idea that this could be Larry Fitzgerald's last football game. Huh. You could mess around with that narrative. Mm. Uh, you know. Not for me. Yeah, well. But there's something there potentially, yeah. Well, it, Fits his last game, playing against Rams backups. Sending him home with a 100-yard day wouldn't shock me. Yeah, it's so at would, the Rams. I'd feel better I about that if it was in Arizona. Well, you? it's Arizona's inclination. to. Uh, the Rams are going to play their, a lot of their backups. Yeah. So the matchup is not going to be like playing the Rams. Um, and Kyler not playing quarterback could help him. Mm. Could help him. Because the QB's only job, if that's the case, just throw the, the yeah. ball on Larry. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to lose the game. Probably. That's who Brett Hundley. He's been around a little bit. He can, yeah. yeah. So you know, just throwing that out there. I think because there's not much else for them to do. Uh, and, and, and look, if you want to, if you want to play uh, Kenyon Drake, that's fine. Um, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Now this one's interesting mm. because Baltimore's obviously got the one seed locked. They're not going to play anybody that matters. Yeah, no Jackson, no Ingram. But having said that, with that being full knowledge. Vegas still doesn't have either one of these teams over 20 points. Hmm. So um, uh, Baltimore 17-5 at home. I'm not touching anything over there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could mess around with Gus Williams, I suppose. Gus Edwards, yeah. Yeah, Gus Edwards. Um, On the Steelers' side, I mean, they want to win. Yeah. But what are they playing at QB? Osweiler? 
Is that, are, they, are they rolling with Osweiler for real? I don't think they have a choice. Wow. I think he's the only healthy guy. I think he guy. might be right. Yeah, they lost there. They were... I think he's the only healthy guy. That, I know that they put uh, Rudolph on, on IR. Yeah. Um, and the duck isn't going to be ready. Wow, Osweiler. That's awful. Form of no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I. Well, actually, I don't know. It's I, not even on the depth chart for heaven's sake. But look, it might be Hodges. What the duck is doing. I, I had heard they were starting Osweiler. Wow. That's what I heard. So, um, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, it doesn't really matter. Hodges is awful. Um, yes. Too. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be playing somebody awful. Um, maybe it will be Hodges. Maybe he got healthy. Mm. Um, and, and it wasn't, you know what? It's not Osweiler. What am I talking about? It's, um, sorry, that was a brain fart on my part. It wasn't Osweiler. Osweiler retired. Um, I was going to say, I never, I didn't see him on a it's, depth No, show. but it's, it's, you'll, when I, uh, it, it's Paxton Lynch. Oh, he's yeah, the he's guy who's equally as bad. But and they were fighting. For Lost the job. his job to Osweiler, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. So it's it's <laughs> might as well be right. Osweiler, right? Pa- right. So it's either going to be Hodges or Paxton Lynch. Yeah, stay away so, from the passing game. Ooh, yeah, I mean, that's just really bad stuff. So this is going to be an ugly football game. No playing Connor de- either. Playing either defense probably makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. No Connor either. Uh, Connor is either out or highly unlikely. I think he's ruled out. Yeah, he's been ruled yeah. out. So, so there you go. Um, that's probably a good move by the Steelers. That way at least they're yeah. practicing the guys who are going to play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you might mess around with Benny Snell or Samuels in this game. Yep. But, you know, again, I, this game has no shape, no form. Yeah. Uh, unless you've got a seasonal situation where, you know, yeah, you could throw in Samuels or Snell. You could play, you know, and even playing like Deontay Johnson in this game. Yeah. Well, the problem is the Ravens' corners are good, mm. so I don't know how long they're going to play their corners. Um, and their backup corners don't stink. Mm. So, you know, that's a thing. Uh, now, moving down, Tennessee, Houston. Uh, Tennessee is playing for yes, the sixth seed. like so Tennessee. It really here. matters for them. Yeah. Um, you know, the problem is Tennessee's boring. Um, you know, they're going to run a lot. Um, this you know, just you, in. You, you, this just in. Ahead. Just back to So Jamal Williams out for Week 17. Okay, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we love the Packers. Yep. You, you gotta love the Packers. Uh, Devontae and Aaron Jones. Yep. Um, so on the Tennessee side, look, when we're talking DFS, I don't even like the Titans this week. They're all overpriced. Mm. Like I'm not playing. I'm not paying like seven plus K for AJ Brown, who like wasn't even targeted in the first half this right. week. No thanks. I'm not doing that. Mm. Um, you know, maybe I'll mess around with Tajay Sharp, pay down. Hmm. But I think um, even Sharp is problematic because I think uh, Corey Davis is now out of the protocol. Yeah. So even Sharp is not the, a, a good cheap play like I thought he would be earlier in the week. Uh, so Tennessee, in seasonal, absolutely play your guys. In DFS, eh. Yeah. I don't know how exciting they really are. On the Houston side, no thanks. Mm. They don't have a shot at a buy. They can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't want any part of um, – the Texans. Now this is now, the obviously, week. Obviously, if you're in a seasonal and you've got DeAndre and you don't have anything on your bench, play De- play DeAndre right. and pray. But you might need those. Players. This is the week they should be overusing Carlos Hyde. Not every other week during the season, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, they should be overusing somebody. Yeah. Maybe save Hyde for the playoffs. I don't mm. know. Um, but uh, yeah, that, I, 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 the Tennessee side of that game in seasonal, I'm fine with. Mm. In DFS, I'm not really on that game at all. Yeah. Uh, and Makes now, sense. The, the last game's obviously off the main slate, so this is really, if you're playing a showdown, obviously this game's going to be fun 
You can trust both sides are going to play hard. Yep. Uh, in seasonal, you can pretty much play your guys. Keep eye, keep an eye on the injuries. Obviously, on the Seattle side, Forty Nine Seattle They lost for those, every yeah. single running back they yeah. had. Yeah. Literally, they lost Penny, then they lost Carson, and, and they lost to a broken freaking arm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin. It's like last year. So Marshawn Lynch is on the team, but I don't know how he plays. He, I mean, he doesn't play football. So. He actually said he's like it's been hard coming back. He's like he's struggling. Yeah. So this week, I would be surprised if Lynch had more than a token touch here or there. Um, maybe not even that. If they're smart, they're not going to play Lynch. Right. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Turbin's not going to be in much of a game shape either. Uh, so Travis Homer is going to be the guy this week. Uh, and you know what? He looked all right last week. Yeah, he's not a bad little back. Yeah. I sort of, you know, I I, I, I was intrigued by his film. Uh, he was one of the guys I watched early in my process, and then I watched enough good guys that by the end of my process, I wasn't as high on Homer. But he was old, he was definitely a guy who, my notes said NFL talent. Mm. Like this guy will play in the NFL. Mm. Um, so there's no reason to think he can't do something here. Now, obviously, tough matchup. This is a good defense, uh, but he's he's a guy who can catch the football. So if you're in a PPR league. Do not be afraid to play Homer. Yeah, okay. Okay? Uh, and in seasonal, uh, excuse me, in DFS, you know, if you're playing the showdown or yeah. some slate that includes the night game, uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from Homer. You do worse, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's viable. Lockett's viable. Russell Wilson's viable. Obviously, Metcalf is viable. Um, and uh, David I, I, Moore. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. Um, and certainly, I guess Hollister, if you need a tight end. Uh, and then on the San Francisco side, it's uh, the usual suspects. Yep. Uh, Mostert's the only running back you should be playing right now. Um, and uh, obviously, Kittle's a monster. Yeah. And both of the number one and two wideouts are playable. Keep an eye on Samuel though, mm. because Debo Samuel was limited practice. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So just keep an eye on him and make sure. That Debo is good to go. Yep. I haven't I haven't heard anything that said that he's really at risk of not playing. Yeah, I was just rolling through the injuries as you were talking. I haven't seen and seen him yet. So um, yeah, it says he was still limited yesterday. Yeah. So just, if you plan on playing Debo Samuel, just keep an eye on him. Just yep. as I say, keep your head on a swivel there. Um, and this game's just trustworthy right across um, you know the span because both teams uh, have major uh, implications. Both of them are playing for a bye here. Yep. Um, so this this game's going to be huge. We might finally get, just to go back to that Steelers ravens game, maybe we finally get the Justice Hill sighting. We saw him a little bit last week, too. Yeah, you maybe. I mean? There's no way I'm no, playing, you're not playing it. No, you're not playing it, but, yeah, just, yeah. just kind of talk, uh, riffing. No, I think there's a really good chance we'll yeah. see him do something exciting this week. But, yeah, way, way too thin. Yeah. I mean, if you are playing this week, it really matters. You know, that's yeah. that's what really sucks about this week. I know. Is that the, you've got this madness of a freaking board, and you are actually playing your biggest game. I I feel bad for anybody who has who's going through this, but that's why we did our best to try to give you a feel for where the dead spots are. Yeah, where you can play to hot spots. Yeah, I think we did um, a good job of and, it. And I'm going to do full rankings for this week, but just you know, you know, sort of just fair warning. A lot of them are going to be like this. Like, sorry, can't help you. Don't know what's going to happen here. There's a lot of that. It's less and less every year when we get that on the text line. We um, yeah, but you, you get a few that are like I'm in my championship week, and it just like breaks my heart. I'm like, oh man, that stinks, you know, but. We'll be there for you. We'll be there for you at 8 o'clock on Sunday. Pete's going to have the rankings up uh, Saturday, which is when this yeah. thing's going to post. I'll have, I'll have a – and this actually will be good. Um, my DFS podcast um, tomorrow will be – it'll be a full podcast. We'll eliminate a lot of the board, which yeah. is actually great. Yeah. Um, and it's a good week because a lot of the fish will play some of the players in these bad games. Right. Um, so th- there, there are edges out there to get 
this week in DFS. You just have to prepare. Yep, no doubt. All right, you can make some money this week. That's always a good thing. So uh, check out Rotobon and uh, get the questions over to at Rotobon. That's Pete on Twitter. I'm at at WEI Hacksaw. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday, 8 a.m. Or well, you'll hear us. We'll talk to you on Sunday. How about that on uh, WEI? So catch us then, and thanks for tuning in. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.